How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. Today, we're going to be talking about the psychology behind quitting and why so many people stop three feet from gold and give up before even seeing the results. Honestly, I think that our lifestyle now can sometimes perpetuate a better chance of quitting than in years past. The reason being is that we're flooded with so many different opportunities and what that signals to us is that if this doesn't work out, there's always another option. Now, this might not be for everyone, but in my opinion, this is what I've experienced for myself. And that's not saying that in our culture now that we're filled with a bunch of quitters, because that's not true at all. But it can definitely be more attractive to quit when we're flooded with so many opportunities to do something that we might be better at. More always seems better. And even with jobs nowadays, you see so many more people who are jumping ship and bouncing around to different jobs than before, where Prior, they would just stay put and be in the same job for like 30 years until they eventually retire. But now we've been able to see that it's become a more prominent part in our life. But why specifically do we do it? And one of the reasons is that we sometimes are fixated on trying to get an outcome rather than building the identity. And a lot of this stems from our ties to instant gratification. Considering we have all of these outlets of seeing people that are ultra successful who seem to have everything going for them, we fall into this trap of believing that this has happened overnight. And then we bring this idea to practically everything we do. Friendships, school, work, you name it. it. Takes us one minute to see a person who's ultra successful on social media, and then we think it should take us one minute for us to become ultra successful in a specific area of our life. Perfect example for me is when I start off in college. Everyone's like, college is the best four years of your life. And I went into the experience expecting it to be that way right out of the gate. And when I got there, it was not. It took me a while to adjust. I wasn't making friends easily. It didn't have the rhythm that I expected it to have. And I considered transferring because I used my perception of what life should be like, which was all tied back to the idea of instant gratification and thought that it was taking too long. And what was really tough was that I was putting in the effort. I was joining clubs, talking to people in class, going to events on campus, and it just hadn't felt right yet. And this is the situation where I was putting in great effort and I wasn't seeing the external results. And if I transferred on to another college, that would have been me stopping three feet from gold because right after I decided to stay, things became so much better. And now I'm happy to call on me my home. And in my life, when I decided to give up something right before I saw the benefits, when I tried out that new thing that I jumped ship for, I experienced the same struggles as I did before at the other thing. So another idea of why people quit right before they see all their rewards is the story that they have developed around that which they're struggling with. That's another huge one. We often think that we either succeed or fail. And I do this all the time. But what I have to do more of is realize that it's not succeed or fail. It's succeed or learn. Because every time you fail, you learn, no matter how hard it is to accept. And it's hard for me. It's so hard for me. But that's the truth. So... When there's a situation at school or work or a sport and we aren't finding any results, most of the time we think of it as failing, naturally. And when I think of failing, I think of like falling down, plummeting. Whereas if you look at this time of not witnessing the reward as learning, you feel as though you're going up and that signals to you that you are progressing. And going back to the idea of outcome versus identity, the reason why outcome doesn't work is because outcome doesn't signal progress. Because once obtaining an outcome, that's it. It's final. Whereas you're constantly shaping your identity, you're learning and growing from your experiences. That's true. You're not the same person you were five years ago. So when you focus on the idea that you're learning, your identity is evolving in the process. Whereas 
thinking you're falling is all tied back to wanting an outcome because the real reason you feel like you are is because you haven't seen results. But if you are focused on becoming an identity focused person, your story that you're telling yourself is much different. Now, another reason that we stop three feet from gold is that we often get caught up in what other people are doing who are on the same path as we are. So here we're not staying in our own lane. We're trying to play catch up to them instead of trying to improve ourselves. And then what we do is we're always chasing something that is completely out of our control. And when we're focusing so much on them and adding in such emotional intensity with not being as good as someone, which is also out of our control, we start saying, what's the point? So here's an example of this that I would presume could be an issue because I've seen people older than me struggle with this. Someone is just starting out in a specific field. Let's say finance. This is just hypothetical. And they're 30 years old. And naturally, they're not as confident as they would like starting out because they're embarking on an entirely new career path. Makes total sense. They get into work and one of their other friends who's around 30 years old is doing very similar things, but is much more successful than they are because granted, they've been doing this for a lot longer. And now because they have an emotional connection with this person, because they've been friends for a while, there's this nature of competitiveness amongst them. It's always healthy to be competitive at times because it allows you to strive for improvement. But in this situation, it's not because the inexperienced person is approaching it from a deficit mindset. So they start realizing that they're similar in age, and then they also already have this competitive nature to the relationship. And all they're focusing on is the fact that that person is better than them in their profession, even though they just started out. So you completely disregard the fact that you're just starting out because you want to hang on to the reality that you're both similar in age and that you should be competitive. And your decision to dwell on that reality of being similar in age causes you to give up on your goal before you see it come to fruition. Again, this is all going back to instant gratification too. And the idea results because if you just wanted to have the identity of being a hard worker, the results of your friend wouldn't matter. But if you want to achieve financial success, then your friend's success is going to come into the picture and ultimately distract you from exactly the things that are going to bring you that success which is focus, belief in the long term, and appreciating your learning experience. Now, this isn't to say that wanting financial success is bad because it's not in any way. But when you're starting out, you need to start with baby steps. And saying, I want to achieve this specific amount by this time is a tough thing to really start doing when you're just starting out. So bringing it down to the basics of just being that person that's a hard worker that's focused and determined and building that identity is ultimately going to bring you to those goals. But if you start off by comparison, that's going to lead to quitting and ultimately failing at what you want to do. Now, one last idea that can really mess with our heads is dwelling too much on our plan for what our trajectory should be. So what does that mean? Let's say we're putting in a lot of work and maybe we're not as focused on instant gratification, but we have this idea that each day we should be improving no matter what. And that's a good mindset to have, but sometimes it's really helpful to realize that your success is not always linear. Once you realize that, it makes your bad days a lot more fulfilling for you. Because a lot of times you might take two steps forward and one step back and then four steps forward and five steps back. And you just got to keep grinding, keep going after it. But a lot of the time we're thinking that there's just steady incline, but that's never really the case. It's always a little bit forward, a little bit back. And by being okay with that, having a bad day, we lessen that refractory period because when we start focusing on, oh, I had a bad day, this shouldn't happen, what happened? What you resist persists. So I had a bad day, why is this happening to me? What happens again? You start dwelling on it, then you have like a five day slump. 
So by you being okay with it not being linear, your bad days won't feel as much like failure, they'll just feel like more of a learning experience, going back to the point earlier. And from there, we become much more efficient, and then we can start seeing those tangible results. But results that are happening naturally, not those that are being forced in. So now, bringing it all back together, I know I'm throwing a lot of information at you guys. At the core of our society today is this being attached to instant gratification. From there, we begin expecting things to come to us right away, and as a result, we start panicking when we're not seeing those results. What makes it even worse is when we're at the struggle of competition and we begin focusing on our deficits versus our progress because of other people. And other people's successes become our failures, and that's just a lack of seeing that time is an amazing thing that, when understood, will compound all your efforts if you let it. And the key thing here is if you let it. Because again, we all have a vision for what our trajectory looks like. And it's usually one of those straight lines that's up, but it's not. It's never linear. And once we find the appreciation of a bad day as a learning experience versus a failure, we're able to shorten that refractory period. We no longer are stopping three feet from gold. We're swimming in it. So hope you guys enjoyed today's talk. Feel free to reach out to me at 19-year-old-shrink-podcast on Instagram and WJG23 is my personal page. So thank you so much, guys, and have a great rest of your day. Take care.